while I wasn't really like a problem drinker, there have definitely been times in my life that alcohol almost ruined the occasion or um, I had gotten too drunk that um, I'm embarrassed about it. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey, did you know that there's a Facebook group filled with Moms Without Capes? Women who are learning that it's safe to take off the superwoman cape and take care of themselves? There sure is, and we'd love to have you in the group. Moms Without Capes is a free community for moms who feel overwhelmed, stressed out, and exhausted from trying to do it all. Come discover who you are under that cape and give yourself permission to show yourself some love. Search Moms Without Capes when you're in Facebook or follow the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. See you there. Hello, Moms Without Capes listeners. Today, I am recording this special bonus episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast because I want to celebrate with you one full year of being alcohol-free. I had no idea if this day would come. Um, This is like more of a personal episode. I'm not trying to teach you anything or there's no um honestly why I'm I'm making this episode why I wanted to share this all with you is maybe to inspire you if you're sober curious um but I just wanted a way to kind of commemorate the fact that I've made it one year alcohol free not that I was a huge problem drinker I wasn't and um when I was kind of writing down an outline of what I wanted to talk about, I happened to see that April is actually Alcohol Awareness Month, which when I decided to stop drinking last April, I had no idea that there actually was this month or that it was in April. So um, what it, it started out was just kind of realizing that alcohol was not serving me. I felt, um, I just felt called to stop drinking. I wanted to prove to myself like that I didn't have to drink. There's so many different events and situations where alcohol is so intertwined and I just didn't like it anymore. I didn't like being like that person. I didn't like being, I didn't like how it felt. I felt like it wasn't serving me. It was bringing down my productivity. It was making me eat a lot. Like I felt like I had no control. Um, so like, and we'd only drink occasionally. Like I would go out and with my husband or with family and, or with friends. And, um, There were certain occasions, of course, where I went a little bit over the top, but I decided that it just wasn't serving me anymore. 
And um, I just didn't like how it felt. So I decided to try it without, try life without drinking. And I had done it before. I think in 2020, I did a 30-day challenge. It was Take a Break with Rachel Hart. And that, it was a 30-day challenge. I remember printing out, she had like a workbook or maybe it was a calendar that kind of walked you through. I'm trying to think of what, what, it, what it was. Um, I remember it was a lot of pages. So I'm like thinking it wasn't a calendar, but it was something like each day of like something, you know, to try or to do instead of drinking. And when I did that 30 day challenge, it turned into a hundred days. It may have even turned into more than a hundred days. And I forget when I broke the, the fast or whatever, but that was my first experience of trying to do life without like intentionally trying to do life without it. Um, it's always been, it's always been interweaved in my life. Um, and I remember, I remember as a teenager, I I didn't really drink. Like I didn't go to keg parties or anything in high school. Like it just wasn't a thing. I was always so busy doing other things in high school, which is kind of strange. Like to my husband, because here in Montana, it's high schoolers go drink. Um, but in my high school, I really didn't. Like, I don't remember. I remember one time my, my best friend and I um, snuck two, no, I think maybe four beers. She slept over on New Year's Eve or something, and we snuck four beers. Ugh, so disgusting. But those beer can, empty beer cans stayed underneath my bed for a whole year before I had the guts to go throw them, sneak them into the outside trash. <laughs> I remember that. But, like, there wasn't big parties. There wasn't anything. I really just didn't drink. And then in college... Um, I went to University of Delaware my freshman year, and that was where really drinking was introduced to me. Um, it was a big party school. I think it was in the top 10 party schools of the USA. And I had gone to a really small high school, and so I wanted to be a number. That was like really my goal when I went to college. I remember saying that, like, I just want to go somewhere where I can be a number. And I got, um introduced to like frat parties and like the frat scene and all that and drinking really became I would say a problem during that time um so much so that I had the choice come sophomore year whether I wanted to go on academic probation or I decided at that point to transfer schools to an all-girl Catholic school um back to not being a number back to where the teachers knew you and my alcohol definitely my alcohol use definitely um, slowed down a lot, right? Like I just became more focused on the academic piece. Well, I did go out with friends. Um, I had friends that were more locally to me that I had known from grade school and high school. And we did drink. Um, I remember my 21st birthday, we went to a bar that we had been going to for quite a while. It was like a jazz bar. And it was kind of strange because you couldn't really say we couldn't really celebrate like that. It was the fact that it was my 21st birthday. And we did that with all our friends, like, because it was at that point, like we had already been at the bar. So, um, it was definitely more of a social thing. And last year, last April, I decided that I just didn't want to do it. So 20 something years later, 
I, um, I just saw that it wasn't serving me anymore. And there have been, while I, while I wasn't really like a problem drinker, there've definitely been times in my life that alcohol almost ruined the occasion or, um, I had gotten too drunk that, um, I'm embarrassed about it. It was always a problem. Like when I was pregnant, not that I, I drank during my pregnancy, but I always felt a lot of resentment towards my husband when I was pregnant and he would be drinking because I felt like I was like forced not to drink. And it caused a lot of grief in our relationship because I felt like almost like he wasn't um, in it with me. He wasn't in it with me because he chose to continue drinking while I, for the benefit, like, because I was the one carrying the babies that I couldn't drink. And so like, even that thinking back, I'm like, well, like maybe I did have a problem with alcohol. Maybe it wasn't binge drinking, but maybe it was like that. My relationship with alcohol should have been questioned way earlier, but it wasn't. And that's okay. But, um, yeah, there's, we went on a cruise and I'm still embarrassed to this day. Like, thank God I was with my family. We went to the Dominican Republic and I drank too much rum punch when we went to one of the excursions on the beach. And I don't even remember the trip back to the ship. And, um, which is really scary. We're in like this whole other country and, um, and it was embarrassing, like in front of my kids and I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be in the moment. I want to enjoy the moments. I don't want to have to go through these embarrassing times or like being a whole day out the next day trying to recover from the poison that I drank. I remember my 30th birthday, um, we had come to visit Montana and my in-laws threw a birthday party for me. And it was really depressing to me because I was like, here I am, like, I don't know anyone. I don't like the people I think they came to the party were like hurt the parents friends like and I was like I was just really sad in my life at that point I guess um and I remember just drinking to drown my misery really so there's certain times through it um it wasn't last April there wasn't anything going on there wasn't anything like that prompted me like to stop drinking um I remember just making that decision. Today's episode is sponsored by the Supermom Detox, an incredible coaching program designed to help moms take off their supermom cape and feel comfortable in their own skin. Have you felt like you've lost yourself since becoming a mom because you got caught up in the idea that you have to take care of everyone and everything else and sacrifice who you are to be the kind of mom you want to be? The Supermom Detox will guide you in rediscovering who you are and getting yourself off the back burner and onto solid ground. This amazing program will teach you how to let go of perfectionism, people-pleasing, unrealistic expectations, unhealthy boundaries, and negative thought patterns that are keeping you stuck. Motherhood can be so much more enjoyable when you learn to take care of yourself the way you deserve. Stop feeling guilty or bad about making time for yourself. You are so worthy of taking up space. 
Find out more about the Supermoms Detox by clicking the link in today's show notes and signing up for a call with me. If nothing else, you'll get clear on what's keeping you on the back burner. This morning, I looked back at my journal and I was like, I, there wasn't even a time when I was like, okay, I'm going to stop drinking. Like I didn't even journal. I was like, oh, well, I just, you know, I just decided to stop drinking. I didn't even explore it very much. Um, so a lot of this is just thinking back over the past year and thinking, um, why did I? Why did I stop? Why did I make that decision? And is it going to be something that I'm going to continue doing? And I don't know. I don't know. Up to this point, I mean, I made it 365 days and I have no urge to drink. I've proved to myself that I can totally go out without drinking. Um, one of the things that helped me was mocktails. So back in, I did journal about this back on April 23rd, which is my husband's birthday. We, we decided to go out to a local bar because what else is there to do here? Right? So we went out to a local bar and I had made the decision about a week ago, a week before that, that I didn't want to drink anymore. And so we went out and I hadn't shared it with anyone because I really, I guess I didn't have confidence in myself that I'd even be able to do it. So before we went out, I was like, what am I even going to order to drink? And I always have a problem ordering, especially like at open bars and stuff. Like I'm like, I never know what to order. But like when I wasn't drinking, that was something that was something even more prevalent in my mind. Like what the heck am I going to order at this bar? And so I had looked up a few like mocktails um, or a few suggestions or ideas of things I can order. And I ordered a club soda and lime. First, I ordered a club soda and cranberry juice, which, ugh, that was so gross. But then I ordered a cranberry or a um, club soda and lime, which was much more digestible for me. So I remember sitting there with the drink and... Um, Jason looked over at me and he got mad. He got mad by the fact that I wasn't drinking because it was, well, it was actually the night before his birthday. And I remember him, this is why I journal because I usually journal when I get very upset. I've been trying to work on journaling when I'm not upset too, like on the good days. But this was um, something that I did write about because it really did affect me and it really made me, made me sad. Um, but he, he just got really mad about the fact that I was not drinking. I was choosing not to drink on his birthday. I remember him saying, if you went out with your friends, you would drink. Why are you not drinking? Like he, he took it as a personal threat or a personal attack that I was not drinking to, to, on, his, on this night out, on this date with him. And it ended up really bad, like the fight, um, to the point that I actually took an Uber home. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. It kind of escalated. But, um, that was like my first kind of introduction to like not drinking and like, wow, this is, this is what it's going to be like. And I had to remind myself like, this is, that was more about him than me. Like I know what I wanted to do and what I needed. And if I don't, if I make the decision not to drink alcohol, like it doesn't say anything about anyone else. Like if he feels threatened or someone else feels threatened, which, um, 
I did come across later on, like different people felt kind of taken aback or like, why was I not checking? Like, cause I keep hearing like, you know, even the other day I was listening to a podcast and I heard something to the extent of, um, like you could just say you're not drinking and that's it. But it wasn't that from like it, several times during this past year, like people were like taken back and like questioned my release, like my relationship, maybe even questioned their own relationship to alcohol, knowing that I was choosing otherwise. Um, but so many different events in my life, like alcohol was weaved in and out that I really didn't know if I was able to go out and not drink or have fun and not drink. And this past year has definitely proved otherwise that I could. We've gone to, um, I've gone on vacation several times, um, gone to dance clubs, have gone to different like shows, like comedy shows and concerts and didn't drink. Like I just chose not to. And while I have settled on, right, like there's lots of different mocktails we went out to a Mexican restaurant, order a virgin margarita. But aside from that, I usually just drink water. Um, I like the taste of water. I drink it. That's usually my beverage of choice every time I drink, every time I like eat or eat out, go to a restaurant. Like I just usually just drink water. So I decided that at a bar, what, Blue Dolphin, right? I just order the water and it's just become what I do. Um... I've tried even Shirley Temples. My kids like will drink the Shirley Temples and I've done that a few times. Like if I'm in the mood, I do not like the taste of soda. I haven't drank soda in the past 12 years. And, um, the occasional sip of like cream soda, I, I can tolerate, like I, I like, but other than that, like I'm not one to order Cokes at the, at the bar or anything. Um, or even when we go out to eat. So I just, I just stick with water. So, like I said, I don't know if this is something that I'm going to continue doing. Um, right now, it's something that I'm choosing to do and it's making sense for me. It's not something that I'm thinking about, but I wanted to come and just share with you this bonus episode to share with you why I decided to to stop drinking and maybe not to not to educate you, but to inspire you inspire you if you're sober curious yourself. Like there's lots of resources out there. There's other people that are doing it. Um, it may take a little prep. Like I said, I had to look up like mocktails and kind of get some, get some confidence under my belt. Like I can do this to keep going. But then after a while it becomes, it, it becomes like a no brainer. Right. When I'm when I'm looking over and after a night out and my husband's laying in bed, you know, half the morning and I'm up and feeling good. Like that's the reinforcement that I, I feel like, hey, it could be a lot worse. Right. I'm doing something for me. It is, you know, against like that that wine culture of like, oh, have a glass of wine for self-care. Well, like, no, because when you're, I just put a post out this morning, like when you're putting a, um, or later earlier this week, sorry. Um, when you are drinking poison, like that's not self-care. It's not doing good for your body. 
to be consuming alcohol. It just doesn't. They could say like, oh, one glass of wine isn't going to hurt you. But no, it's not going to help you either. So the choice is yours. And I hope you feel empowered to make the choice that's right for you at this time or whatever time you choose, right? Like I said, I don't know if this is going to be a forever choice or whatever. I may choose to have a, a drink, an alcoholic drink at some time in the future, but I've definitely explored my relationship to it and I'm going to continue to do so by refraining from it. So that's it. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to serving you more on future episodes. We know that there is power in building strong habits in your life, but sometimes making them stick can be the tricky part. Habits are at the core of creating a life where you feel fulfilled and able to be your best self. Learn how to transform your health, your life, and yourself by downloading my free guide, Building Strong Habits. The link to grab your guide is in the show notes of today's episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.